Welcome to Realm, a podcast for Xennials. Hi. What you doing? Uh, you know, recording a podcast with my BFF. You mean the most exciting part of our weeks? <laughs> can I tell you, can I tell you the mental place that I am? This is, yes, this is the perfect descriptor of the mental place that I'm in. So today during my lunch break, I finished the season finale, the series finale of Burn Notice, which I have been rewatching. For like, wh- how many times? Oh my God, I don't even know. I, I definitely have rewatched Burn Notice like five times through, okay. all the way through. So I have seen this finale numerous times, right? Does mm-hmm. not matter. I cry anyways. Sure. And then it went off and I was like, um, I think I need to watch it again. <laughs> and I just, <laughs> I just episode over again. Wait, wait, wait. You watched the finale or just started back all over again? I mean, I just started the series. I was like, oh, that's the end of it. I guess I need to watch it again now. (laughs) And I just immediately started episode one again. And that's just where I am. So two things. One, I started watching Golden Girls again last night because it was like too many options. (laughs) And I'm not sure I have the attention span to like really dedicate to something new Mm -hmm. um but also um it sort of feels like so the cases are getting the caseload um of new positive cases are getting better here in california and so there's a possibility i'm going to get to shoot my movie at the end of february so that's really exciting so (laughs) we started we had to recast a character um and my ad sent me a text she's like I I posted the the breakdown but it's not showing up and I looked and it was there and she's like oh I just needed to refresh the page (laughs) and I said to her if that's not a metaphor for everything that's going on right now I I am maybe maybe we can play some word games because I, there is not like, okay, just saying I'm bored does not do it. Saying I'm extremely bored does not do it. Currently, I'm using something in the like mind field of I'm sadistically bored. Mm. Um, Nicely done, yeah. Which I feel like is getting close, but still Mm -hmm. not the appropriate um, descriptor of my boredom. Yeah, I think... I think, I think this is a really hard little space right here. Everybody I know, like the last week has just been brutal. It's it. No joke though. This is Joe Biden's fault. (laughs) 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 Fuck you, Joe Biden. We have nothing to worry about anymore. I mean, not true. No. And, you know, thanks. But I agree with you that there is, like, there absolutely is a huge piece of that. The vacuum! It's not even just the vacuum, but I think everybody has just been on, you've been on, like, such high-stress alert for such a long time. so wound up for four years. So wound up for four years. And now, all of a sudden, it's like, it's like you're, you're, 
nothing, there's just nothing all of a sudden, there's nothing happening all of a it's sudden. No more drama, Mary J. Yeah, yeah. But then on top of that, there's like this weird thing that, that like layers on top of that where you're also having the realization of like, oh my God, we're coming up on a year. And like, oh. I thought there was a light. There was, there is a light at the this end of the tunnel. I done at June last I, Right? Like, I just don't know how far away the light is. And right. all of a sudden it like feels, it just feels really never ending. <coughs> is that like super sinking in for you this week? Yes. Resoundingly, yes. So... You know, they're, they're, the silver linings of the moment are, hey, we have like a vacuum of drama that's gone away. Yeah. That we don't have to wake up every morning and be like, what the fuck is that cheese doodle in chief going to do today? Mm -hmm. That's great. We have adults in the White House. Great. We might not agree with everything he's doing, but they're adults. Right. Um... Uh, also, like on a personal note, you know, I had my anxiety um, issues were going a little crazy in December. And so I took some steps to actively start handling that, um, as well as I took some steps to actively start, you know, looking at some of my food issues. And so like, that has also taken a lot of like putting that effort into that has also can you manage your drama. Um, yes, but like it's 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 added to that vacuum of drama. So after the inauguration, I'm just kind of like, I don't what I, I there's I am so bored that like I can't even do anything, and I'm also like. See, it doesn't feel exactly bored to me. It feels restless. Yeah, like um, supremely unsatisfied. Right. And it's it's because, like, uh, you know, I feel like I've been doing a great job so far all throughout the whole goddamn pandemic for as long as it's been going on. Like, I've been doing this great job of, like, we're making it work and we're figuring out <laughs> stuff and we go on walks and we yep. have little backyard parties where everybody can be safely distanced. And we, you know, I'm zooming with people and we're like, I'm baking fucking bread and, you know, doing crafts and all the like shit that we've been trying to do to keep together. Right. And keep like staying busy and feel like shit's happening. But now it's all so redundant and I'm only seeing the same couple people. We have nothing to talk about anymore. Right, there's nothing left nothing. to talk about. <laughs> nothing. It's like, what's, what's going on? What are you doing? Uh, fucking so, nothing. Fucking nothing. I'm doing nothing. RuPaul's Drag Race, the new season, season 13, opened, premiered to its highest ratings ever. And I, and I don't think, it's not because they're doing anything exciting and new. It's, there's literally nothing else going on. Oh, yeah, no. People are just desperate for stuff to watch because what else are you doing besides watching stuff? No joke, on my walk last week, there were two days in a row where I, I leave at the same time every morning and I passed by the same person 
two days in a row at the same time at the same spot on the sidewalk. And he was wearing the exact same outfit, carrying the exact same Trader Joe's bag. If, if like, we're not all living our own like personal groundhog day right now. Like, I don't know what other metaphor, but also Bill Murray, interestingly enough, I I looked this up because I was like, how did Bill Murray get out of the, the loop? Right. In Groundhog's Day? No. I, yeah. I uh-huh. He had to live a perfectly selfless day. Mm-hmm. So we're all fucked. <laughs> no, listen, I think I think Bill Murray can totally take care of that. It'll be fine. We're relying saying, on Bill Murray to save us? <laughs> yes, it's up to Bill Murray. And, you know, listen, if it's up to Bill Murray, I believe we've got good chances. He seems he seems like quite a quite a person. Mm. Yeah, I mean it it is it's kind of poignant because that's sort of the thing is that like hey we need everybody to stop being yeah. so selfish and we need you to stay home and we need you to right like I the number of times that I thought to myself like god I could just I could just go get a pedicure. I could do it. I could just go have a massage. Like I could go to a bar. I could just do it. I could go. And then I'm like, yes. I could, I absolutely could make that choice. And plenty of people are doing that, but I'm not going to because it's just not worth it. It's not worth it. And I know it's like, it's a super hard time. And I think, I think this week has been really tough for everybody. Like that, I mean, everybody that I've talked to so far, like it's just feeling really, really endless right now like it's feeling that way to me like and part of that I'm sure is winter right like you feel more closed in and there's there's less outside stuff you can do and so that's much harder like another metaphor you know if you will if I will (laughs) if someone will um I I don't think like that life had collectively stopped for all of us at the same time Mm. and uh, we well, I'm, I'll, I'll personalize this. I feel like we're all, like, no joke, stuck in the mud. Right. And uh, we're going to get out of it, but it's just right at this particular moment, we're waiting for someone to bring the thing that pulls us out. Right. Like, we're going to get out of it, but there's no movement right now. Correct. Everybody's like, just stuck and, and holding and that, waiting. Like there's been this vacuum of things to get worked up about. We're now so aware. Right. Well, and it's been distracting, right? Like all of that drama is very distracting. I mean, it, it's to the point that, you know, with my good friends, Bobby and Billy, I felt like I was getting feisty the other night at dinner. And, <laughs> and I was thinking about it. And I was like, it might just have been because there's so little drama in my life. Like my brain was like, you need to create some. You're going to create some drama. Yeah. I, uh, I don't, I don't think I've been down that road yet. I, uh... mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, am, I am happy to go down it for you or have gone down it for you. <laughs> Listen, don't bring that drama to me. Okay. Don't do that. I don't need, I don't need it that bad. It's fine. <laughs> Oh, you know, you know me very well because, you know, we're, we've been friends for 20 years. Oh, God, I have this thing true. we call the resolve train. And so when I'm in these kind of states where I feel like 
nothing's moving. Like I, I always like to feel like life is moving. I have a goal. I have something to look forward to, um, a problem to solve. Mm-hmm. I can get into trouble in times like these because I am, I'm not quite manic yet about it, but like, what, where's the problem that I can solve? Or maybe my job search isn't going well, so I should go back to school or change careers or move. Um, right, that it's like, it's the nuclear option. It's really, really hard for me to sit in this, um, okay, so this is gonna, this is the hippy dippy part of my speech. Um, I am so bored now that I'm pulling energy reading cards from the tarot deck you gave me years ago. And the first card I pulled was called the no thing. Like they didn't want to say nothing. It's the Mm -hmm. no thing because that's the first card I pulled for my energy reading. Nothing is going on. And it was recommending that like I lean into that and be okay with sitting in the stillness. Yeah. And did you throw those tarot cards across the room? (laughs) I think I was actually preoccupied with like the, um, the symbiotic nature of the first card I pulled. I, I, those, those cards will blow your mind, man. They will blow your mind. They have, they have been doing that for me. Uh, I have given out a number of those sets because technically you're supposed to give tarot cards. You're not, they're supposed to be gifted to you. You're not supposed to get them. Um, So I have given away a number of those sets because I adore them. It's the Osho Zen tarot deck for anybody who's interested. Uh, And, you know, let me know. I can get you a set since you're not supposed to buy your own. They're on Amazon. Um, but yeah, that it's, it's that they, they focus a lot on what is right now. Like that's the, yeah. they're less about future telling than they are about trying to help you sort of muddle through your present. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's a lot of, it will, it will come up and smack you, man. It will come up and smack you. Like it will, it will let you know that you just have to, you start to deal and here's what is and what is, is nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I and I think that that like, you know, if people are anywhere near to my level of crazy, <laughs> um, this is the hardest part. The, yeah. The nothing. Yeah, yeah, and feeling like we've tried all the tricks, right? Like I've I've done all the things, and I. I've watched all the Netflix shows. Right? Like, I'm, I'm just tired of watching TV. And at this point, like, I've read a bunch of books and I've baked a bunch of things and I've done craft projects and I've cleaned out every closet in my house and I reorganized yeah, the basement. And I, to go through. Right? There are no more drawers. Like, I've done all of the things I could figure yeah. out how to do. Like, I, I you know, I've, I've done the, I've done the random things that you get interested in, right? Like I, I've done the witchy thing and I've done the podcasting thing and like, <laughs> I, right? Like I'm trying all of this stuff and I still sometimes like, I somehow I like simultaneously like desperately want something to do and also don't ever want to do anything ever. Yes, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. That's exactly it. Because like I'll sit on the couch and I'll be overwhelmed with the thought of like, I can't move. Like there's no, there's nothing worth moving for, but also something entertain me right now. Right. Well, and I, so I think that part of that is, I think part of that is that there, it is really hard to 
genuinely rest and relax in this state. Yeah. Right. So if you're working at home, then like home is where you work now too. And so even if there are like places to take breaks or there, like, it's really easy to also stay focused on, like, I just have this feeling all the time that there's like something else I'm supposed to be doing. Like, even when I'm like trying to self-care and I'm like taking a bubble bath or I'm reading a book or I'm like, it's time for like face masks and lotions and whatnot, or like, let's light some candles and pray to the goddess. Like I... I'm trying to do all of these things and yoga and whatever. And like, I started doing yoga the other morning and I burst into tears Mm -hmm. and I was like, I want to go to a yoga studio. It's not the same thing. It's not the same thing in the floor of my living room where I can think about how dirty the floor of my living room is. (laughs) That defeats the purpose. I can't fucking breathe because I'm busy looking at the dishes that are still there because somebody doesn't put their dishes up before they go to sleep. <laughs> Not that I'm talking about anybody in particular or anything. Are you still holding this against me from college? <laughs> uh, like, no, it's, just it's... for everyone's <laughs> about our dishwashing habits in college. This is how I remember it. And maybe it's wrong. We, we had a dishwasher but we have this thing where like we'd let the sink fill up and like until one of us got so frustrated and we'd just do them. We did, we had a dishwasher? Yeah, we had a dishwasher. Hmm. Which which was also a point of weirdness for the summer you had that subletter that was my friend who refused to use it, but she wouldn't like the way she dried her, like she dried her plates face up and I'm like I, there's water in the plate because you dry it face up I vaguely only vaguely remembered any of those things okay. uh I yes I I remember there being some like I don't know I remember there being some dishes things but you, uh, you have a much better memory for stuff than and I, I had a weird thing about you you would make sweet tea often and I had a weird thing about the tea bags in the sink. I don't know why. Well, I mean, in hindsight, it was real weird. Why did I do that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't either. I, I'll never forget though. I think it was like the first time we went grocery shopping together and we got back and you're like, yeah, I'm going to put the groceries up. And I was like, up where? Because <laughs> we- on the, on Yes, the and that right, one right. I remember very well because you were a dick about it (laughs) oh i'm sorry (laughs) you were like that's stupid you sound stupid when you say that really oh my god yes you were you were an absolute dick about it i was like i'm fucking southern get over it i'm fixing to punch you in the face (laughs) the fact that we survived (laughs) as friends The fact that we not only survived, but remained friends is pretty impressive. I know, right? Yeah. Listen, it's really fucking hard to live with people. Yes. Yeah, it's really hard to live with people. And it's especially really hard to live with people as adults. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I am, 
I am so far very lucky. Um, there's only a couple of things that he does that annoy me. And I'm pretty sure that there are a few things that I do. I pro- there are probably those things where like, I, I don't know what they are, right? Like the te- tea bags in the sink that I do that make him crazy that he's just too nice to mention. But like <laughs> also probably in this boredom, those things are highlighted in our minds, maybe more so than normal. Like my upstairs neighbors that I've been complaining to you about. Mm-hmm. Like we've had some sound issues. I've had some sound issues with them in the past, but like lately it's been, it sounds like they're constantly moving and like doing like the hustle shuffle all the time around their apartment. <laughs> and I think they're just on their phones and pacing around their apartment. And you know, I don't want to say like, hey, don't live your life, but also. Right you're make I'm gonna kill like if there was someone in my apartment I would have killed them yeah no it's super hard because it just starts to like it's it's like it's like the thing where everything just starts closing in on you right and like and then the weather is I don't know what it's like out there but right here it's there's been a lot of gray and cold and rainy and so it's hard to get out and go walk and like Mm -hmm. even when you do you like kind of wish it was something else like it was 37 degrees here when I woke up yesterday morning. Oh, my God. Um, not abnormal for this time of year. Really? Yeah, to be that cold in the morning. Um, but, you know, I bundled up. I was wearing gloves on my morning walk and could see my breath. Yeah. Yeah, I just, it's, I don't know. Like, it's, I, I feel like I had done a really good job. And then, you know, I, it's sort it's just getting to me now it's just getting to me yeah and that i want i want to go do fun things i want to do i mean the general that sounds like the general consensus right now like yeah similar to what you were saying you know i i don't feel like it's right for me to go out to the restaurants even though so as of monday here in california our governor started reopening things again after the most recent surge I personally think it's premature. Like, why don't, like, why are you reopening things when we're still at levels worse than last spring and summer? Right, like, just wait. Make sense to me. Um, But also, it's sort of like, I feel so cooped up that I'm like, well, maybe I should go to a restaurant because I'm so, like, over, like, it's something new and different. Mm Mm-hmm. I I don't know. And I'm not going to say I'm not going to do it right now because I, I'm just so like. <sighs> it's, it's really hard just feeling so stuck. Uh, I'm seeing also a lot on my Facebook page. I'm so bored that I'm doing dot, dot, dot. Mm. Right. And I like for a while, I didn't really mind that. Right. Like mm-hmm. I, and I, in so many ways, I really hate to even complain about like, I, you know, I I recognize very strongly how lucky we have been in this pandemic so far and like we kept our incomes and it's okay for me to work from home and that's going okay for me much more so than other teachers like I'm very aware um, that I that I'm pretty lucky in this circumstances but like man what is the one thing you miss the most right now in this moment? Um, the first thing that popped into my head when you said that was concerts. Oh. 
Yeah. And I don't specifically mean, I don't mean concerts. Like I didn't actually go to a lot of concerts, but I miss live music mm-hmm. because that is something that there has been absolutely none of since this started. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That like, I've seen like uh, Lucero, who's our favorite band has like pr- done a couple of like live stream shows or whatever, which have been That's nice. Fine. And that's fun to do. So it is, you know, it's a little, it's a little bit different enough that like, it's still nice, Mm -hmm. but it does not feel the same at all. Um, And just that we do a lot of like, you know, my, my friend group here, we do a lot of sitting on patios at bars and listening to people play music. Right. And so like it feels and like trivia nights and that sort of stuff, like just those regular like, I mean, we really didn't go out that much, like, on Saturday nights. Like, we're not going out and turn it up, right? Getting lit. Like, I mean, we might be getting lit, but if we're doing it, we're sitting in my backyard. Like, it's not, you know, it's just this, like, sort of, like, Sunday afternoon hanging out. Right. You know, well, you and I have both now gotten to the age where day drinking is so much more fun than night oh, drinking. Oh, God. Day drinking is so much more fun than night drinking. <laughs> Would you, would you like the Sunday, like, yeah, it, oh, it's Sunday. Let's have, like, a nice big breakfast. And then, like, at 2, we're going to start drinking. And then we'll be done by, like, 5 and have dinner and go to bed. Yeah, yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you yeah, wake what about up you? and, like, yeah, I drank yesterday. Like, I feel it. But, like, I can also, like, survive today. But I can also function. Whereas if I'd gone out drinking at nighttime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're like trying to do Zooms and stuff on Friday night to like hang out with people like our friend group because we can't really hang out right now because it's so cold. And like, it gets to be like 10 and I'm sort of like drifting off to the side and like laying on Steve and just sort of being like, all right, y'all, it's 1030. Like that was that hour and a half was as much as I could do. Like, sorry, I'm lame. I'm dealing with this not interesting conundrum at all, but I'm going to tell you about it. (laughs) um all we have right now are uninteresting conundrums sweetie please continue so i think because i'm not doing enough activity that i don't need as much sleep oh sure so my body is like i'm only get like i can only sleep for like six to six and a half hours right now Mm. but here's the struggle and it's real folks it is real um like you at like 10 o'clock I'm like there is nothing worth staying up later for like I am tired I want to go to bed there's no show that I like enough to like keep watching or there's nothing going on right like, but then if you go to bed at 10 you're up at like 4 30 in the morning I am up at four o'clock in the morning yeah at which point there's also nothing to do right <laughs> <laughs> but like the the amount of effort I have to put in to getting myself to stay up till even 11, one hour later, is, it's so- I mean, listen, I totally understand because I cannot, I mean, like, I start, I start, I start nodding off at, like, nine nowadays. Like, mm-hmm. I do not have the same problem as you are having. Like, my problem is actually that I can't sleep enough right now. Um, so like I will sleep for nine and a half hours and when my alarm clock goes off it will be like wait what it's morning how is that possible like by the by my sleep my six hours of sleep that is with a sleep aid wow yeah that's pretty hardcore 
Yeah, when I don't, I'm usually waking up like every two hours. Man. Well, what about if you just got up at four in the morning and like did all the shit that you need to take care of for that day and then you can take like a three hour nap in the middle of the day? I love the shit out of naps. So I, I have nothing against naps. I'm just not tired. Like I'm not tired enough. But if you got up at four in the morning and like did stuff, then you wouldn't be tired still. Well, then maybe that's just all you need to sleep, man. Apparently. No, the problem is actually not the amount that you need to sleep. The problem is, is that you don't want to be awake because you're bored. So you just like need new shit to do. Yeah, cause, well, because my thing is, is like, I, if I wake up and my brain starts going and uh, then I want to start doing things, but I'm not going to go take my morning walk at 4 a.m. Because that- Is not light there yet? Well, no. <laughs> Forever, it's never light at 4 a.m. here in Los Angeles. <laughs> We're not like in Denmark or Iceland. Um, I don't really Sitka, know how to Alaska. Right. Um, but I also, I, I could get mugged. <laughs> well, listen, sure. That would be bad. Yeah, I, yes. <laughs> oh my God, so... <laughs> Another another example of how bored I am. Um, I received brass curtain rods from an anonymous sender on Monday. It was so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea how much this made my day. It was like, ooh, something to investigate and solve. And this could be a fun story. And maybe it'll lead to like a secret admirer. And then we'll get married and have a wedding in the Catskills or in Palm Springs. And then we'll live on somewhere and, <laughs> and have matching dogs. All from the brass curtain rods. Yeah. I mean, it would be a very interesting, it would be a very interesting approach for a secret admirer <laughs> to just send housewares anonymously. But it was also like- Kind it, of a baller move actually. Right? But yeah. also, I feel like like sending housewares to a gay man could also be potentially offensive. Being like, what are you trying to say about my decorating skills? <laughs> Cause that sort of also went through my head. Like, did one of my friends send this to me? Like, they were just like, oh, his curtain rods were wrong. I needed to fix it for him. <laughs> that sounds like such a bad gay episode of a sitcom. It really fucking does. <laughs> I can just imagine Jack flouncing into Will's apartment and just being like, did you send me breast curtain rods? Oh my God. <laughs> right? That was my best Jack impression. It was super oh. good, wasn't it? But that, but that's when he's like screaming like the, the howler monkey. Yes. Yeah. When he gets real agitated. Yeah. Well, what shall we do with ourselves, dear? If you have any suggestions, please feel free to get in touch with us. I, you know, I keep trying to be like, I'm going to, okay, I'm going to regroup and I'm going to do some new stuff and I'm going to figure out some new things that I'm going to like. And I, and I, I feel like I have like resiliency fatigue. Yeah. Well, so one other thing that I was talking to a friend about was, and this sort of goes to what you were saying, we have now spent almost a year 
entertaining ourselves, putting mm-hmm. in effort to entertain ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that's exhausting too. So we're also at this point where we want someone to come and entertain us. Like, I don't want to do, right. the, I don't want to do the work anymore. Yeah. Well, and, that, and you know, in some ways that like feels sort of whiny to me, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, but, I don't want to be like that. Like entertain me. I'm so bored. Like, you know, my mom would always say when we were kids, like, well, if you're bored, I've got, I can find something for you to do. Right. Like, oh, there are options. You can clean something. So I, I feel like it's, it's less, Right. Well, it is, but it's let it's less about being entertained than it is about like the idea of like carefree, thoughtless fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where like I didn't have to cruise director it. Right. Yeah. I didn't have to orchestrate this whole big giant thing. Like I got to just plop my butt in a seat on a patio at a bar and somebody brought me a drink and played some music for me and I could just like sit around and enjoy a beautiful day right like 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 our our pub nights when we lived in London yeah god listen oh those were the best we played so much Chuck fucking suck (laughs) see I feel like we played never have I ever way more we played both a lot An excuse for a drinking game. I mean, it it created lots of conversation. Well, that's certainly true. And, you know, intriguing conversation nonetheless. I'll never forget, though. <laughs> we were at this one pub one night that we had never been to, and there ended up being this great cover band, and it was you, me, our friend Luke, and uh, my British friend Nathan. Uh-huh. And I th- we were playing a drinking game. I don't sure. One. And something happened and Luke and I got really excited and we both stood up and high-fived each other. And then we sat back down and calmed down and my British friend Nathan turned to me and he's like, you guys really do that, don't you? And was that the first moment where you were like, oh, Americans are different? <laughs> uh, no, this was like four months into us being. <laughs> no, I just like, I feel like I had, I had a moment that was not right when we got there where I was like, oh, wait, like, cause you don't feel like it's super right. different, right? You speak the same language and it's right. And you like, don't, it doesn't feel like you're all that different until somebody's like, wait, you've seen a raccoon in person? <laughs> and I'm like, wait, I didn't know. Are raccoons American? I had no fucking idea. Really? American? Apparently so. Oh. I, right? I didn't know. And they just thought raccoons were like the coolest fucking thing ever. Which I mean, I guess is true if you don't know them. Because if you know them, they suck. Right? They're also like, if you're also see one during the day, stay the fuck away because it's probably rabid. Well, sure. But when we also when we lived in London, it was cool to be American. Like Oh, you are you are remembering that wrong. Okay, let me let me rephrase. It was cool to be a gay guy. An American I gotcha. guy. So you were like a novelty. Yes. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. I I remember having to explain myself a lot because this I got there in the summer of two 2003 and it was like right when w had put us into iraq war and all of england was mad at us and 
Uh, yeah, remember when they were our more reasonable left-leaning cousins? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, how far the mighty have fallen. So, uh, yeah, I had to do a lot of explaining, but I did, I did get a lot of novelty being from Memphis or like from wow. Tennessee, right? Because okay. it was like, Southern. sure. And, and, and that they know the music. Okay. Um, yeah. Cause like Where the Rolling Stones, yeah, well, like the Rolling Stones are really heavily influenced by blues and BB King and like Beale Street in Memphis was like a big deal, okay. um, which was kind of neat to me. Right. So <laughs> like, yeah, like, um my ex that I when he came here to visit he was like really excited to go to Beale Street and like see all of the dudes like playing because I mean there are pretty amazing blues musicians that just like hang out and play like on the streets or in the bars like in the middle of the day okay so, yeah oh traveling I miss traveling right yeah I know but also like people are traveling and I'm I'm curious, that gets me curious about how far you could push restrictions. Because like there are people, so my sister works for a school district in Connecticut and they extended, so they basically extended their holiday break by a week to give people time to quarantine after, because they found out so many families were traveling. Right. And the families just ended up not coming back. Right. Stayed an extra week. So I'm just curious, like, where are these people traveling? Why they think they're better than everyone else, like, and won't get sick or spread things? Well, I don't, I really don't think, I don't think for most people, obviously there are some people that are like the assholes who are losing their shit in Walmarts and whatever and refusing to wear masks, right? Like those people suck. We know those people suck. I do think that, especially when it came to traveling for the holidays, a lot of that was, I have not seen my mom in eight fucking months. I'm going to see my mom, mm -hmm. right? Like that's how a lot of people felt. And that, you know, for a lot of people, you're, you're doing this, you're being safe, right? You're washing your hands, you're wearing your mask, you're, you're doing, you're, you're being as cautious as you're prepared to be, but you feel like you can go to the grocery store and you can write, like, I'm gonna, I'm getting on the plane. The airline says it's safe. Not that many people have gotten, you know, like you're, you feel like you're gonna be okay. I guess. I do. I think people, I mean, I think people, it's hard to understand. It's hard to understand COVID. Yeah. It's very hard to understand. And it's very hard to understand like, well, I mean, I, I'm going to the grocery store and it seems like it's okay. And like, I don't know, like there are some schools that are open. So like, maybe it's working in some places for people to wear masks and stay a six feet apart and wash their well, hands and right like where you are right like in big cities it's really hard to do a lot of those things because there's just so many people right that's true like the bigger the city the harder that is yep. um but i it's it's also like i think it's very confusing right like i think yeah 
And, and, and all of the governments keep changing what we're allowed to do. You're allowed to do this one minute. And like, they haven't shut down dining anywhere since this stuff started at the beginning. And so like when it, when Tennessee was the number one for cases in the U S like we still were only at like 50% capacity for restaurants, or maybe they dropped it down to 25, but like you still were allowed to go sit inside a restaurant and take your mask off when Tennessee was the number one and actually Shelby County was stricter, like the county for Memphis and the county for Nashville were stricter than the laws were for the rest of the government, like for the whole state from the governor. So it's really confusing. It is, that's true. Um, it, it's interesting to watch my dad who who has COVID. Um, he got it, uh, he got tested positive two weeks ago almost now and um, I like he treated it like it was just gonna be like this short cold and we're now on day 12 or 13 with him and I think he's gonna be fine like he's not experiencing a lot of the congestion and and coughing it's mostly like really extreme fatigue right now um but I think like it finally dawned on him when he felt really shitty over the week this past weekend like that this is a lot more serious and that he doesn't know when he's going to feel better. Right. Well, and he got really lucky, but it could have killed him. Well, yeah. I mean, he's lucky. He has good insurance and he's lucky that his doctor got him to do that experimental antibodies thing. Mm. Um, that that's probably keeping him from getting that much worse. Yeah, um, that's great. Cause he's a 70 year old man with an underlying heart condition. Yeah. Well, and it's just so hard. Cause like, when everything is so uncertain and you just don't know right like how you don't know how you're going to react if you get sick and you don't know what kind of and nobody wants to but then you know it seems like people are sort of like well it's not going to be that bad you know like Mm -hmm. people are taking it in so many different ways and so well and and so what I think also is contribute back to the boredom what's contributing to the boredom or or uh, system (laughs) I can't talk dissatisfaction like supreme dissatisfaction um is the fact that i think we've also gotten to a point now where the goalpost has been moved so many times that mm-hmm. we're just not interested in planning right now either right well i mean like what do you have right like there's no there are no markers yeah right so like for the last handful of months I mean, really for most of, maybe not at the beginning of the pandemic where we didn't know what was happening, but certainly since the late summer, right? It was like, okay, well, we're trying to get back to work and, you know, there's an election coming up and the holidays and then so that you always get a little bit of that thing after the holidays, right? Like you always get a little bit of that January, like bleh and January goes on forever and it's cold and it's gray and it's dull and it's boring and it's right. Like you always get a little bit of that anyway. And now there's just this endless sort of thing. And like, you just don't know people, the, the, the guesses about when things are going to be back to normal or whatever, even does that mean are like, it'll be summer, it'll be fall, it'll be this time next year. Like, it's gonna take two years. Actually, it will be fine for a year and then we're gonna have another pandemic. Like, nobody fucking knows. Everybody's just guessing and saying shit on the news, right? Yeah. Oh, and and the headlines are driving me nuts sometimes. It's like, 
can some of these politicians like look at their speeches before they make them? Because oh god, because some of the sound bites that they're spewing are gonna cause more panic and dissatisfaction. Yeah. Like our mayor makes made a comment that said, and this became the headline of his speech the other day, if um that LA will not get vaccinate fully vaccinated until the summer of 2022. Yeah. And the actual full statement was, if nothing changes. Which is completely different. Right. But like that ended up being the headline and that's really frustrating. And so this is actually kind of interesting. We were in a, in a stage where I felt like the news wasn't doing a good enough job at showing how bad Trump was, like mm-hmm. by trying to do, quote, balanced news reporting and now i feel like we're starting to go back to over dramatizing things that aren't that important right well and it you know like we we know that there is there is gonna be some relief that is coming right like it is going to start getting better it's just not gonna be that way for the next couple of months and it's really hard it's really hard to just like sit in it, right? Like you just have to like sit in that uncomfortable feeling and like just live with it. And it's hard that it's this time of year that this is happening and it's- Yeah. 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 Well- What are you looking forward to? Do you have anything that you're looking forward to? When this is over or in the short term? No, just generally (laughs) speaking. Do you have, I mean, you've got- Hopefully movie coming up at the end of February. Yeah, the last weekend in February, right after Mercury Retrograde ends. Um, well planned, well planned. Yeah. Because, <laughs> um, hey, Mercury goes into retrograde on uh, Saturday. Great. We needed some more shit to deal with. Right? Um, yeah. I, um, you know, and that's another thing. I've been really good about applying to jobs as I'm looking for full-time work and I've been, you know, it has, the fruits of that have have shown where I've been getting interviews, but because there's so many good talent available, you know, it's been really frustrating. So I'm looking forward to hopefully landing a job soon as things hopefully pick up. A lot of the headhunters I've been talking to say that, you know, they feel like things are going to pick up now that we're past inauguration. Right. People kind of have a better sense of how things are going to go. Movie. I guess that's the closest thing. I got going on, you know, if, if cases still remain low, you know, maybe we'll feel okay about driving to Palm Springs. Yeah. Stay in a house for a weekend. Yeah. We, uh, my family booked, we booked our house first for summer vacation. So that's like the third week of June. Is, uh, so is this the Southern one or the one in Arkansas? This is the Southern one. So it's down, it's down in the, in the Gulf coast um, in Florida. Um, so we, you know, we, we got the insurance, (laughs) we, uh, we made sure we knew what the cancellation policy was just in case, but, uh, you know, I am a teacher, my mom is a teacher, an educator, and we, um, you know, my, my, my dad is old enough to be in the next wave. Um, and so we're hoping that that means that maybe by then we, at least the three of us will be vaccinated. Um, which helps, I mean, obviously like my parents are more at risk than like Steve and I are. Um, but you know, I mean, like uh, one of my brothers and, and, and his lady are not, they don't feel comfortable coming. Like they're, you know, they're just like, Hey, listen, we can't, 
And I totally get it. Like I need the thing to look forward to, to like, I I understand, like I get that there's a thing in the back of my head that like this might not really happen, but at least it helps me to look forward to it um, and to hope that it might be able to. There may be brighter days ahead. In LA, they just changed the, um, the vaccination rollout where like, so right now it's any frontline medical person and people over 65. And the next wave is going to be like cops, firefighters, teachers, mm-hmm. and uh, food workers. So grocery yeah. store and food people, um, like processing plants, all the stuff. But, and then after that, it was supposed to go with anyone with underlying conditions. That's got, gotten scrapped. Mm. And so now they're just going to go age tier after that. So that's oh, interesting. That's been causing a little bit of a thing. Yeah, I bet. Um, some yeah, there's some. I, to- we don't we don't really know how it's going here. So like, I got to I got to get on like the list, right? Oh. Like they have like the the health department has the app, and I got to sign up um, and like click the button that I'm a teacher. So they, and they ask on there, like, how much notice do you need to get to the vaccination site? And oh, you have, wow. like have options. And one of them is like less than an hour. And I was like, yes, I will take that one. I can be there anytime. I will drop everything I'm doing. Don't worry about it. Call me at 4 a.m. I will be there. It's fine. Give me that shot. <laughs> I want a pedicure. <laughs> I want to go to the beach. Well, that, yeah, I, I have been, I've been playing over in my head, like how I want to redecorate my apartment when I get a job, what color I want my fingers to be. <laughs> I've been way too much time thinking about these things because I wish I had something else to do. <laughs> well, honey, what's been making you whelmed? Um, two things I wanted to highlight. One, um, after prematurely canceling it um i i started the mandalorian again and ended up really liking it Um, kudos to john favreau uh for some good storytelling like yeah he really is great but i'm gonna keep with it um and then you 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 know what this one was coming um i got way too into this new show on netflix called fate the wicks saga um it's such a ridiculous name i'm so it's into so it bad. um it's clearly <laughs> one of those like ya books and it's a uh it's a series about fairies at a british boarding school um it it's kind of cw like mm-hmm. you know riverdale or, or like hogwarts goes to the cw um <laughs> and it's and it's better than bad good yeah um, I really enjoyed it and was upset that it was only eight episodes. Well, I'm, uh, I'm excited to check it out. So, um, as I mentioned, I have been doing the rewatch of the Fern Notice. So listen, I'm going to tell listeners that if you have never seen this show, it is available on both Amazon and Hulu. And I'm going to tell you exactly what this show is. It is cheesy. Mm. It is, um, silly. It is, however, very well done for those things. Right. Like it is, it manages to be like smart and clever and fast paced and fun and entertaining. Um, it's a, I do think it's a very good distraction. Um, mm-hmm. It, you know, it's not, it's, it's not 
it's not anything. I realized that like on, on a level, it's not good, but also it is good for what it is though. Like it is a well done genre show. Um, and so it is very procedural, it, but it also has like a, you know, over overarching big theme kind of mystery to figure out and, um, you know, who, who are the big bad guys and right. can Michael get to them? Um, but I, I am a fucking sucker for this show. So if you have never done it and you need some sort of guilty pleasure, kind of silly, fluffy, fun stuff to do right now, I recommend it highly. Um, we a also great, have been watching a great guilty pleasure. Yeah, it's a great guilty pleasure. Absolutely. So we've also been watching Lupin, oh. um, which is on Netflix. It is a French show. Um, <laughs> you are nothing near to French, dear. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> and thank God for that. Cause you know, they can be snotty those French. Um, it's it's a it's a it's sort of a caper, right? Like gentleman thief, mm-hmm. and and I love a clever thief. So, um, but the, the main yeah the main guy is is very charismatic and watchable, um, yeah. and it's an interesting enough story. I don't mind the subtitles; they have a dub version, um, but it, that bugs me. So yeah. we've been watching with subtitles, but it's a lot of fun. Um, it's on Netflix if you haven't checked it out. So we recommend those. So, but before we end this. Uh, covid episode of whelmed we it's should talk about- i guess this is a covid update <laughs> it's a very uh, yes. weird covid update the covid fatigue has has struck so um we wanted to announce the official winner of the whelmed podcast favorite ultimate zenial tv show bracket uh, so last week, long title. I know. <laughs> That's almost like as long as that band, that very zenial band, the presidents of the United States of America. <laughs> my husband and my brother both very much love that band, and okay. somehow we always we always end up singing that Peaches song whenever we're on all on vacation together. Do they still hold the record for longest name of a band? I don't know the answer to that okay. we'll, we'll look it up guys and we'll get back to you next week <laughs> with exciting updates <laughs> <laughs> so the winner is dun, 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 the vampire slayer no shock to anyone <laughs> yeah it was it was not a surprise i actually honestly was surprised that veronica got some votes <laughs> hey yeah so we had a we did have a couple of votes for veronica um but by and large everybody most everybody voted for Buffy so yeah yeah I mean I you know she's 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 pretty much the ultimate zennial gal so if 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 we had decided this on the show though mm-hmm. like not also work with our lovely audience to come mm-hmm. up with the winner would you have had an argument for Veronica over Buffy no I would not have would yeah. you no no, I mean, and we're such, that's, it's part of the reason I wanted to open it up to other people though, is because like, we're such Buffy fans that I wanted to make sure that that wasn't the only reason <clears throat> that we, you know, I love that show so much, Yeah, obviously, but um, yeah, I really do. I really do think it, it sort of perfectly encapsulates the zennial, that zennial childhood, young adulthood kind of experience. Yeah. yeah Which, so. you know, I think we've, so we've identified that 
Xennials have lived both in analog and digital worlds. Mm -hmm. And now that to also be a Xennial other than the birth year, um, you need to encompass that sarcastic optimism. Right, like we, we like a little bit of snarky with our Xennial taste. We do, so. We're building a Xennial here, guys. We're birthing a Xennial. <laughs> Thanks for sticking around for this super weird episode of Whelmed, you guys. We sure do appreciate it. And if you are as bored and restless as we are, come talk to us on our socials. Tell us what we should be talking about and watching and listening to and thinking about. We are on Facebook at Whelmed with Megan and Chad and on Instagram at Whelmed Podcast. To make it complicated. <laughs> Well, somebody else tried to steal it, but we Ooh, figured it out. Let's find them and do something There's about it. <laughs> we also would appreciate if you would share this or rate or review or subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. And let them know it's available on whatever platform they're listening to podcasts. That's true. We're pretty much everywhere. So you should come and tell us all about what you think. And we love to talk to you. So thanks everybody for listening. Oh, I love you, honey. What would I do without you? You never have to worry about that. Oh, boo. Bye. Bye.